Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. This is Jeff Pooler, and you're listening to the Raspy Voice Kids. Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by... I'm Jeremy, JN Phoenix. Yes, another week, another show. Let's go! You are now listening to the Raspy Voice Kids. This is the Raspy Voice Kids podcast, and you are into pop culture. Pop, 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 pop. Today we're talking about catfish. Not the swimming kind, not the eating kind, but getting catfish. People who catfish and people who get got with catfishing. Jeremy, what you got on the topic? So let's explain this to the people. We're going to give you the actual definition of a catfish. I know, I know most of you know what it is. I know, I know most of you have experienced it or watched the show. But the actual definition of a, uh, of a catfish is the process of luring someone into a relationship by means of a fictional online persona. Brandon, I know you've seen the show. I know, I know you've heard reports because remember, our homeboy Stir got catfished one time. Don't forget that. I forgot about Stir getting catfished. By, by our friends. I forgot <laughs> Stir got catfished. And got mad. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about that. What you know about catfishing, man? I know that it happens all the time. Like, people are like, you got to get yours, but, but yo, I got to get mine. Like, if you watch. One of the biggest catfishes, I think, I think it's even more prevalent than, than the statistics would tell you because people will put old pictures of themselves. Always. And in my opinion, if you... I using, do it. Watch <laughs> yourself. Watch <laughs> yourself. Mine's from a couple years back, but go ahead. My thing is if you're on dating sites with old pictures, that's almost the same as catfishing. No, you're no. in the same category. You are in the same category. Brandon, Brandon, I saw you may not be the same fish, but you're the same species. I, I saw I saw a picture the other day. Somebody posted. They were mad because they were like, yeah, I was talking to this girl the whole time. This is a picture she posted. This is what she looked like. How'd she hide that second chin? <laughs> 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 hey, there's all kinds of tricks to the trade. You got to keep your eyes out. But so I'm saying like catfishing is prevalent, but it's even more prevalent than people realize because people are hitting people with old pictures. So, so we're going to get you on, uh, I'm going to school you guys. I'm going to school you guys, Mountaineer Nation, how you look. Nah, for- we bigger than Mountaineer Nation on this one. This yeah, is, worldwide. This is worldwide. How you don't get catfished, the signs to look for. But for you off the top of the dome, I wrote mine down before I ever looked. What do you look at to Figure out whether you're being catfished or not. Uh, I look at them. What do I mean? What I mean is as soon as possible in a situation where you're trying to date, you need to FaceTime if you don't actually know that person. Okay. That person doesn't want to FaceTime. That is a red flag. I think also what you're talking about is if they are in your uh, looks, if they are out of your looks, wait. What do you mean? Like if they're out of your league? 
Yes, if they're out of your league. Like if you look at them and you're like, yo, they're they're a nine and I'm a solid Shorty, four what's and a half. Oh, what's in? You know? Dior yeah. jeans are walk so mean. If she bad. And, and you know you ain't bad. And you're not rich. And you're not rich, yeah. Because we know the, we know the crazy hot matrix, the crazy hot scale. We know how it works for women. Once you have so much money, it no longer matters what you look like. This is very true. But if you don't have that kind of money, and there's no way for her to know that. So, that, so, so that's what you're talking about. So, so that's one of the main things you look at. I wrote some things down that uh, I look at immediately. So if I get a, like, you know, I don't know, a friend request or some message for some random person, Brandon, the most first thing I do is I go look at their followers. See if oh, you uh, yes. I okay. go look to see if we have mutuals to see if all. <laughs> if, I know what you're about to say. If say. all their friends are from African descent. Oh uh, no! I thought you were no, say no, no, no. I'm not talking about all their I, friends on 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 social media, like their social media friends. If all of them are men. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I'm not talking about when I say African descent. I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about real African, yeah, <laughs> like overseas. Africans. Yeah. And now, my thing is, if I look at it, if I, so if you're talking about, talking about friend requests, if I look at it, we don't have any mutuals or if all their friends are men. Yes. Yes. Then I'm like, look at all these thirsty dudes getting got. All right. I also look at the comments on their pictures. Cause Brandon, when do you ever see Shawty, you a 10? And they have three comments and they have 10 comments. And if you're good, any of your friends, Brandon, think about it. Any of your friends who post the good pictures of themselves, even if they're not a 10, if they post a good picture of themselves, if they're real and they have friends, all their girlfriends come, oh, girl, you so cute. Oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They support. Yeah. You know who doesn't get, do that? Catfish. Catfish. Real quick. This is off subject, but it's kind of on subject. Because we're, right. we're talking about the rating system. Everybody knows the hot scale goes from zero to ten. Zero being nothing, ten being the hottest, obviously. What percentage of the population would you say is attractive? I'd say 50%. You think it's 50-50? I think I'm it's, not saying fine. I, I'm saying attractive. I think that there's certain things that you can see in people, whether there's their eyes, and sometimes they got nice cheekbones. It's Jerry's favorite thing lately, the cheekbone. He didn't discover hey, cheekbones. Hey, look, quit giving out the secret. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but you the one who just said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, I, I say, I don't know, I think 50%. I think it's higher than that for attractive. Not fine, not beautiful. But people who are attractive, I think it's higher than that because of the things you just said. Because people have things about them that are attractive. But I digress. Back to back to Catherine. You see Melania, Mel- Melena, what's her name again? Gates. Melinda? Melinda. You see Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Melania, Melena, Melinda. She's going to be your sister-in-law. You need to get it right. I also look at when their account was created. A lot of catfish. Oh, you look, oh, it's only been two weeks you've been posting 96 pictures. Like, that's a dead giveaway. This is truth. I wrote this down before I ever looked. Um, I also look at the number of posts. So if you have too many, sometimes, sometimes I feel like you may be fake. And if you have too few, if you have like three pictures in the last 11 years, once again, you could also maybe be fake. Because here's the thing. If you post three pictures in the past 10 years... But then all of a sudden you in somebody's DM? That doesn't, that's not how it works. You're clearly not aggressive. You're clearly not, not that person. Um, another big thing that I wrote down. Now we're going to get to this on specific ways you can tell off a website. But I said this to, to begin with. If their grammar, I'm not telling you you got to be perfect with your grammar. 
But if you're continuously botching the Eng- English language. Well, I think it's got to be worse than botching because I think most people botch it, to be honest. It's got to be so bad that it's clear that English is not your first language. There you go. There you go. That's some giveaways. Now, before we get to ways that you can figure out whether you're being catfished. And by the way, you're talking about like on Facebook. I'm talking about like dating sites, like when you're actually starting to talk to people. Yeah, yeah, but even talking with people, like I feel like with that, like the, the, the botching of it. and I agree, but that's why I said FaceTime for me because I'm not going to be FaceTiming or, Brandon, or Messenger. Cat, Brandon, catfish don't FaceTime. That's my point. Yeah. What I'm saying is I'm not, you're not going to be in those situations on Facebook typically. Let me give you a couple of funny stories. Like most people get catfish. They are, when you get catfish, they already get it going in some kind of uh, dating app. Where they're already building some kind of conversation type relationship. Here's the thing. We want to hear your stories. Let RVK know your stories. I know you're probably too embarrassed, so you ain't going to let us know nothing. No, be real. Just tell us. We're not going to laugh at you but too here's, hard. But here's a couple funny stories. There was one lady. She said she was a repossession lady. She was attractive. What do you mean? She was a repo lady? Like that was her job? That was her job. She was attractive. So she would contact these people. <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> hadn't paid their bill, set up a date, and then when they showed up with the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Return of the Jetta, okay? That's <laughs> Return yeah. of the Jetta. Yeah. I thought that was great. That Another great. thing that I thought was really funny was. So uh, basically, she was catfishing people into turning their cars in so she didn't have to go looking for them to repo. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Another one. A genius move, by the way. They were talking about a girl, and by the way, I think this has been this has been done a few times. You know, you can catfish for a number of different reasons. This girl catfished for money. She raised money for an illness that she did not have. Millions of dollars for an illness she did not have. Sounds like maybe Funke. Yeah, that's. Maybe Funke when she was doing the Shirley Funke. Yeah. On Arrested Development. And, and, and <laughs> that's another way to catfish people. But here's the thing. We don't want you to get catfish, as me and Brandon always say. We don't want you to get got. That's why we're here. This is like a public service announcement. We do we should get some kind of service award. This is community service we're doing right now. Here's a question. Are you being catfished? How can you spot a fake profile? The first thing is, and Brandon, this is actually really good, and I thought about this a million times. The reverse image search. So what you do is you click on the picture, whoever sent you, right click. That'll give you a URL. You copy it. And then you go to, now listen to this closely, images.google.com. You put it in and it'll show you all that, all the people who've used that picture ever. That's one way to be able to check and see. Like a reverse image search. That's exactly what it is. It's reverse image search. Um, also, you can Google, Google their name. They say they're this person. Google it. Facebook it. See who they really are. Um, also, I mean, obviously, this is a big red flag. Here's the thing. It, it, this website talked about this red flag of if they ask for money. Brandon, if they ask for money, <laughs> you already know. If they yeah. ask for money, Yo. if they ask for services, dead giveaway. You already know what it is. Big Ed got caught up on 90 Day Fiance. No. Yeah. Big Ed. You never watched 90 Day Fiance? No, I surely haven't. Jeremy, 90 Day Fiance. I'm telling you, one of the best. 
Big Ed's one of the greatest characters of all time. But we'll talk about that another day. So these are the ways you can get catfished. Truth is, Brandon, have you ever been catfished? Never. Have you ever catfished anybody? Oh, uh, you know what? To be fair, no, I've never been catfished, and I definitely have never catfished anybody because I don't trust nobody. So if I get in a conversation with somebody I don't know, my intuition, my instinct immediately, especially if I think they look fine, or if they, or <laughs> I just don't trust it. I just don't trust it. I don't be taking no chances. So I've never been catfished. Do you know anybody who's been catfished other than our friend Big Stir that we talked about? Um, because I remember this guy, we're gonna call his nickname, we're gonna put him on blast, uh, Barrick Rankin, Juice. How did you forget about that, son? How in the world? He was like the original catfish. I'm gonna tell y'all the story. Juice, who is now a bodybuilder, dude is like ripped to shreds. When he was about 16, he was one of our good friends. And guess whose profile he used to use online to put it out there for the girls? Which is so dumb. None other than I also hate Pitt Brady. Somebody so used funny. your picture. I can't believe you forgot that. I forgot all about that. <laughs> That's back in the Hotmail days, man. Hotmail account days. Man, good stories. Hey, let me put this out there. I've never been catfished, nor do I catfish. Uh, I feel like I'm two steps ahead of the catfish people. Um, but you know what? Some people feel that way. Some people don't. Let us know your feelings. Get at the RBK. We want to laugh. Tell us your story. Rap me, boys! Do you have cold floors in your home? It may be time to insulate your crawl space because cold air is rising into the rest of your home. Alfred Home Solutions can fix this problem. Call them today at 304-317-4105 today to book your free insulation estimate. Again, 304-317-4105. Don't wait. Insulate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back with five up on it. The Raspy Voice kids ready to do our thing. Jay Fiend, you ready? I'm ready. Jordan, you ready? This man asking if I'm ready. I've been doing this for weeks. I'm always ready. All right, let's go. All right, let's get started with the first blank. Marshall winning the national championship in soccer was blank. Man, honestly, Brandon, it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. It was a great game. It, it was, was a, a great game. It was roller coaster for me in my emotions. Um, first of all, I forgot that college soccer was sudden death. I thought there were two 15 minutes in overtime. No, all soccer sudden death. No, some of them played the whole overtime, Brandon. No, I don't think so. Uh, well, at least it used to be. They would play the whole overtime. Either way, either way, yeah. I, I was shocked with the goal winning. I was pumped. And then when I realized, no, 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 that's it, I was I was super high. I was super pumped for him. I was, I don't know, in a state of shock. And then immediately I started feeling, why can't this happen for us? Excuse me. Um, it does happen for us. It, it, it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster for me. But uh, for me, it, it was, yeah, like I said, roller coaster, man. And by the way, you're right about the Premier League rules in overtime. It's all soccer. You play the whole two halves of overtime, even if somebody scores. So that's the reason why it kind of threw me off. But go ahead. Go ahead. Marshall winning a national championship in soccer was nice for them. 
Overall, it's irrelevant, but for them, it was nice. They're very excited down there. They're very happy. And of course, if that was WVU winning it, I would have been ecstatic as well. Okay, so everybody needs to stick around because we're going to talk about this in the Mountaineer Roundup more extensively. I feel like Brady just showed some of his cards. We're going to get into it. But Jordan, go on to the next question. Number two. Now, this is not a typical fill-in-the-blank I'm going to have Jeremy ask this question. Joe Lenardi has, in his latest and way too early bracketology projections, West Virginia at a number eight seed. Do you think that's accurate? I have no idea. I mean, I know this is, this is I got fill in the blank. So let me say, because you asked me if I felt it's accurate. We're probably going to fill in the blank. Yeah, just, just go, <laughs> hey, hey, just go with the flow, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you got a question? We, we, all right, all right. I'll say I have no idea. No one has any idea except for maybe the coaching staff. Because is Sean McNeil coming back? Is Taz Sherman coming back? Is Deuce McBride coming back? Now, I'll tell you, Deuce keeps posting. When he posts pictures on Instagram or stories on Instagram, they keep saying pre-draft process or getting draft ready. It's all about the draft. Now, he has not said he's not coming back, but in my opinion – where he's ranked, he's leaning like he's not coming back. How do you know what you actually have? Even the guys you've brought in, what's the team chemistry going to be like? Who has any idea what this Mountaineer basketball team is going to do? The only thing you can bet on is the fact that Huggins always puts together a competitive team, uh, almost always puts together a competitive basketball team. Yes. Jordan, I can't believe you came up with that dumb question because of tr- <laughs> Congratulations, you played yourself. The truth is, it's way too early. Who knows? I look, all I know is that sports talk must be really, really dry right now if we're doing too early bracketology seeding of the NCAA tournament. Eight, and you know what the truth is? Um, I like Culver, but the guys coming in can protect the rim better. If our scores come back, I feel like it's too low. But like Brandon said, who knows who's coming back yet? Eight already? All right, stop it. I know you need things to talk about, but uh, talk about something else. Yep. Number three. I blank the new play-in games for the NBA. Love. I'm loving it. Are you kidding me? Playing games? It's like an NCAA tournament for the NBA? This is amazing. I love it. Jason Tatum dropping 50. Shout out to Jason Tatum. By the way, the quick little stat you may not know. Twice, or Jason Tatum has scored 50 points three times this season. Twice there's been a no-hitter when he did it. Wow. Completely random, but wow, I love it. So I love the playing game. You games. get that from Josh Witt? No, I saw it on ESPN or something like that. No, I love it. Um, the truth is, you took my word. It's very few times we get the exact same word, love. I love the playing game. I know LeBron complained about it. I know some other people complained about it. It makes everything relevant. Guess what's happening? Now, this show's going to come out Thursday morning, but we're recording it Wednesday afternoon. You know what tonight is, tonight is Brandon? It's time for Chef Curry. LBJ, Chef Curry. Don't AD. get it twisted. They're both, they're all from California. So when the Golden State was winning their championships, L.A. was salty. L.A. won last year, last year, and immediately after on Twitter, all the L.A. fans started going at Golden State saying, watch, is going next. So, so the fact that they could play in that first uh, uh, um, playing, game. playing game is big, and we'll see. We'll see if they can cut the head off the snake 
Cut off Curry and the Warriors. Cut off the scoring champion. Amen. Because they have the number one defense in the NBA, but I don't care what nobody says. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to watch it. Me neither. Number four. Aaron Rodgers blank play for the Green Bay Packers this year. Will. The answer is will. This is not the NBA. Star players do not get what they want all the time. The leverage is all for the NFL team. And Aaron Rodgers, at the end of his career, is not going to risk his last good years sitting out, holding out. He's going to play. Aaron Rodgers will play for the Green Bay Packers this year. The interesting thing to me is a lot of people keep saying that NFL quarterbacks, though a lot of people believe that they're above the law, the NFL, uh, the, um, excuse me, NFL quarterbacks are players, and owners treat players a certain way. Yeah, they've yeah. already shown by drafting Jordan Love how they feel. Yeah, but they also begging for Aaron. So. Now I believe that Aaron. You know what the truth is? The more I hear about this, the more I believe he won't play for Green Bay, Brandon. Now I'm not saying he's going to play for another team. He may sit out, but I feel like he's going to lock in and be like, "I'm not playing." And if he wants to do that, that's fine. But I will tell you one thing. The Green Bay Packers aren't giving in. Well, Aaron Rodgers ain't giving in either. That's what I'm saying. That's why he may sit out. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, I think he will play. But I think it'll be met with because Green Bay does right by him. Whatever that is to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't even talk to his own mama. He don't talk to his own dad. Did you know that, Jeremy? I didn't know that, but he hasn't I, talked to them for like a decade. He didn't, doesn't talk to his brother. It's one of the reasons why him and Olivia Munn broke up. Brandon, Brandon anybody hold up? Look, I'm gonna put this out there. You already know I don't like no Aaron Rodgers. No, Aaron Rodgers is a jerk. In my I, I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. Now he has rehabbed his person. His uh, I don't care. I I don't. He uh yeah, he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I put him in the top five. But bro, you got one championship. Don't get it twisted. And you can say, oh well, they didn't get this and that. I don't care. You have one championship. You are Trent Dilfer. Oh, stop it. You are Brad. Oh, stop What's it. What's his name? Brad. Uh, Johnson. Brad stop Johnson. It. Stop. You got one. How many MVPs? I, dude, how many MV, N- MVPs are subjective. I don't how, care how about that. NFC tie, how many NFC uh, championships? I don't care. He's the juice. I told you he's top five. No, but, you just said he's Trent Dilfer. He's Brad Johnson. Because he only has one championship. I don't care. So I like I like him. Oh, this is not me. the this is not the NBA. Championships are not the end all be all like the NBA, where one player can will his team to championships. This is not the NBA, especially when your team's going around. They haven't drafted an offensive player in the first round. Don't sign the contract. Yeah, don't sign the contract. It's not the same as being Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson. I'm just saying you have one, so don't think you're bigger than what you are. I'm sorry. That's like saying Nas. Is I think same. he's top five ever, but but what have you produced? You produced one championship, and you know what? <laughs> he has produced. <laughs> So much more than just one championship. Yeah, it's he, absurd. I, Jeremy, come on. I don't know. He gets on my nerves. I, don't, I can't. I'm not thinking correctly right now, but he get on my nerves. I'm sorry. That's the bottom line. <laughs> when he said he wouldn't help out Jordan Love as a backup quarterback because that's not his job, that is he what – said that? Yes. I mean, I remember – Pretty I'm, much I'm, exactly I'm, like – I remember Brett Favre said that about him. That is what set me over the edge because you were just in the same predicament, and I was mad at Brett Favre for saying that about you, and now you're here, and you – okay. Okay, get out of here. Y'all trick. Number five, I'm blank that West Virginia's defensive line will be big this year. Now, before you give your answer, Brandon, I'm going to let you know that the Greedy Gang, yes, that's their nicknames, the Greedy Gang, Taj Alston, who's starting, 
is 246 pounds. The bandit position, Vendarius Cohen, he's not defensive lineman, but yes, he lines up on the defensive line a lot, is 245 pounds. Jordan Jefferson is 296 pounds. Sean Martin, 275. Mesider, 279. Dante, 276. And Jalen Thornton is 274. Now think about that when you answer the question. Yeah, I already knew they were small. Um, so the question, say it again. I'm blank that West Virginia's defensive line will be big enough this year. I'm certain they will not be big enough this year. They're not going to be big enough when we play Oklahoma. They're not going to be big enough when we play Texas. They're not going to be big enough when we play Iowa State. I'm really worried about Bijan Robinson running all over us because of the size of our defensive line. Now, when we play teams that are pass-heavy, we play teams that just aren't that talented, I know our defensive line is going to be good. I don't think they're going to get, like, demolished all the time. I don't believe that's going to happen. I do think they're going to get worn down, though, because of their size in comparison to the bigger offensive lines in the, in the conference. Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State. I, I think that you're right on with that. I'm concerned that our defense line will be big enough. Um, I think that we got a bunch of dogs in there. But the truth to be told is I don't care how much aggression and passion and adrenaline you have in the fourth quarter when them big 320-pound linemen are laying on you that could take it out of you. So if we're in the game, the game is tied, I feel like, hey, maybe. But if we're down 10 points, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough, tough thing, a tough ask for us to – and don't get it twisted. I think we got dogs. I think Taj Austin is a dog. Dante Dante has a chance to be an All-American. Dante's a dog. VD, dog. Mesador, dog. These guys right here of the Greedy Gang, they for real. But there is something to be said about guys who are undersized. And when you get undersized late in the fourth quarter, you can get worn down. You can really get worn down. So the truth is, I'm concerned. Well, that's it. I got five on it. Little drawn out. But show us your love. RVK, let us know where we got it right, where we got it wrong. On to West Virginia Roundup. And don't forget, we got a big interview with Jeffrey Pooler later on. Stay tuned. Rat me, boys! Well, it's a group thing. It's got a funky sway. Well, it's a group thing, a group Oh, it's a group thing. You got a fucking thing. Group thing. Ah, man, that's just funky. It just makes you feel good. This is Jeremy J. and Fiend. Uh, I'm in the building, the booth with the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm here with my brother. Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. And get the lasso out because we're rounding it up. We're going to talk about everything Mountaineers and everything in the state of West Virginia. I'm going to throw that in there. Yeah. Because guess what time it is? The Herd Haters' worst segment, worst thing that we've ever done. But I'm sorry. We get to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. The Marshall Thundering Herd. Wait, are we kicking it off with that? Yes. All right. Marshall Thundering Herd National Champions in Soccer. They defeated Indiana in overtime with a spectacular goal 
Man, how'd you feel? I, so the game was exciting. And I got to give props to Enderly, by the way, a from dude, Indiana. Yeah, that dude's nasty. That dude's nasty. I'm surprised. I mean, he's only a sophomore. I'm surprised. I don't know what he's missing that doesn't have him playing at a bigger level. But anyway, uh, it was a good game. Marshall was the aggressor. They were the more physical team. Um, and respect to them because they didn't. They did not have a cake road there. They were unseated. They be. They went through the gauntlet. They, they went through the themselves. gauntlet. They went through the gauntlet and they won it. UNC. Uh, I think Clemson. Clemson, I either Clemson, Clemson, Clemson or Georgetown. One of them won the national championship last year, yeah. and one of the two was the number one overall seed this year. Yeah. Either way, they beat them both. Yeah. Then and they beat a perennial powerhouse in North Carolina. National champion Indiana as well. Yeah. So I got to give you got to give you're you're a hater if you don't just give props. Amen. I agree. And if we say they're not a rival, which they are not, are not, then you can't hate it the way that you would hate. Pitt winning a national title in anything for any reason. That said, Jeremy, did you know that that's the first NCAA championship won at the Division I level by a West Virginia school other than WVU Rifle? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I sure did. That, that's, that's not surprising. Like, that, that, that was a big thing for Marshall to do that. And um, first of all, their their coach, I believe, it sounded like he's from Germany or something like that. Yeah. Big ups to him, big ups for them. I'm telling you, when I watched that game, I went through up and down emotions. I didn't know who I was rooting for. I always want to root for the state of West Virginia. Then I thought about the kickback and the repercussions and the, you know, people popping off. But the truth is, the more I watched, I couldn't help. I was rooting for Marshall. I and, not, when the, and, I, when, and when the goal went in, I like sat there stunned for a second, like, wow. I was not this, rooting for Marshall. This magical moment just happened. So I want to tip the cap. Shout out Matt McCormick. Shout out all the Marshall Thundering Herd fans. Hey, it is your time to enjoy. And bro, enjoy it. The reason why I'm not going to get all uppity, the reason why I'm not going to get in my feels, so they're not our rivals. They're our little brothers, and you want your little brother to do well. They pop off. Every little brother pops off a little bit. Everybody, yeah, little brother, I agree. You're 100% right. Yeah. You want your little brother to do well. But not better than you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a big deal. That's the point you're missing. See, here's the thing that really irritates Real me. Real quick, my feeling, my feelings did hurt a little bit because I, 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 as I was watching, I just thought, why couldn't this be us one time? Why, why couldn't we seal the deal as the number two overall uh, with women's soccer a few years ago. Yeah. We get there and something crazy happens and we don't get it. Or Marlon LeBlanc putting all these players in the MLS and could never win one. Yeah. Shout to Marlon LeBlanc, the only black coach in the history of WVU sports. Yep. Right, right. Hey, big shout outs, big shout outs. But but for me, I, I had some mixed emotions, but I think overall I was happy. My question to you. Well, wait a minute. No, 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 I'm gonna let you break this down right now. I'm gonna ask you the question so you can go off. Was this a win for the state of West Virginia? No. Okay, I want to say worse than that, but we a family show. No, it was not a win for the for the for the state of West Virginia. The name West Virginia is not anywhere with Marshall. Their mascot does not have anything to do with the state of West Virginia. Their logo has nothing to do with the state of West Virginia. The official colors of the state do not have anything to do with, it, with, with Marshall. Marshall started as a university before the formation of the state of West Virginia. Marshall, if you ask most people, most people don't know where Marshall is. First of all, most people don't even think about Marshall. 
let alone martial soccer. Most people don't even, they're not, they don't even know um, that Marshall's in West Virginia. People at Marshall hate West Virginia. They hate WVU. They hate us. They don't want anything good for us. Nothing. And I'm going to sit there and be happy when they win a national championship? Nah, son. You out of your mind. There's no way. And it was not good. It's a non-revenue generating sport, which means it makes no money. It made no money for the school. It made no money for the state. What, it's not like the tournament was held in, Mar- in Huntington or something like that. So what did we gain from it? We didn't gain any notoriety. We didn't gain any money. All, and if you look at it too, they did have a player from West Virginia, but they had mostly international players on the team, mostly internationals as their starters. So it's and, not like they're putting nationally known. So it's not like they're putting kids from high schools in West Virginia on that squad and being productive that way. So now we're rooting for three or four. That's not the case either. So no, it was not a win for West Virginia, in my I opinion. I think I honestly think it was, and here's the reason why I think it was. Is first of all, when Marshall plays, like it or not, they have the state of West Virginia on the back of their helmet. It's uh, West on the back of their helmet. What about their soccer uniforms? You had your turn. All right. <laughs> okay. So so, but so the, you said their so, helmet. So so when they talk about um, there's certain teams that seen play. When I seen Appalachian State won a national or national championship back in the day, the first thing I did was Google where's Appalachian State from. And I figured out it's not West Virginia. My point is this. When people, maybe they don't know Marshall. I think most people do from We Are Marshall, where, where, where the plane went down, you know, the tragedy that happened. But if they don't and they Google it, it's going to say Huntington, West Virginia. West Virginia is always attached to it. Now, granted, there's a lot of haters down there. But you know what, Brandon? I don't have low self-esteem. So, therefore, their little nigh digs and we had some random rando coming at me. Bro, I could care less about how you feel and what when you say. When did he come at you? When did he come at you? What After did, they won the national championship. But what did you say that made him come at you? Nothing. Did you dog Marshall? No, 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 you, no, no. What did you do that that drew his ire? I, I have no clue. You gave them props. You gave them props, and he came at you. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if that was associated with because you didn't give him props, and he still came at you and a bunch of other people. He gave me one time, and he didn't come. at I me I think directly. he already know the name. Don't act like you don't know the name. That he knew who we were. I'm serious. He knew who we were. Then he tried to get solicit some kind of response, dude. Like I said, I only deal with catfish when I'm eating it on a plate with some Franks. Okay. He said, he "I'm said, not. I'm not interested in that." He said, is Mark Cisco still alive? Calling out all you clowns today. I also hate Pitt, Jan, Fiend. Yes, he has one follower, and he created it that last night. Y'all are mad. Why do I care about one person? I'm not letting one person affect the way I feel about. It'd be great if it was one person. It's not not one person. I'm not letting him affect the way I feel about a whole university. Here's the bottom line. I'm too big to worry about what them loot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's over, Jeremy. No, oh, that is that is that is that is, that is an own I goal. Wait, that is an own goal. If I ever heard one, Jeremy just own gold himself. I'm just, I'm just it's saying. Over. No, I'm just saying. Sudden death. I'm not. I'm not it's worried over. about their feelings. Like I said, I, I, you know what? When I, my dad raised me, if I don't root for West Virginia. I root for Marshall. I'm not rooting for them in football or basketball to beat us. But outside that, hey, enjoy yourself, man. You won a national championship. I agree. I agree. Enjoy yourself. But I'm not enjoying it. They, I told them, I said to them, respect to them, enjoy. Yeah, it. and it made me. Like, I am it, not personally it, happy because I don't want to hear. It. I don't want to hear it. I'm not bragging to anybody about it, but it did make me smile when it happened. Yeah, Does that make sense. Me. 
It, no, not to me. It made me smile, but I'm not bragging to any of my friends no, about I it. No, I get what you're saying. So that doesn't make sense? Like, that's you? I get what you're saying, but I didn't feel that way all at all. Right. Before the game, during the game. You know, sometimes you watch a game and you, you're feeling sway or they change. That's what I said. It was a roller coaster. That did not happen with me. I didn't want them to win before. <laughs> I started watching the game and I thought, no, this can't happen. So what you're trying to tell me is you're enlisting in Herd Hater's army. I mean, he, his strategies are a little <laughs> aggressive for me. <laughs> Herd Hater has a powerful well, army. We love Herd Hater. Don't get it twisted. Herd Hater. In the building. <laughs> He's got a powerful army, but his strategies, you know, I'm more of I'm more of a diplomat than a soldier. Okay. No. Okay, I get you. But like my big thing is here, here's another reason why I hated that they won. You know what their last loss was? West Virginia. one nothing to the Mountaineers. I don't know how we didn't get in, but that's not their fault for us not getting in. No, but that's why I hate it. We should have gotten in. So and we you didn't. let a team from West Virginia get in and they won it all. You know what another thing is? Before, uh, look, we're about to change subjects, but I'm just saying this right here, Brandon. Do you think that people, that the, the people that you recruit won't see that you beat the national champions, that you had a bigger RPI and that it can happen anywhere? When you go record, when LeBron goes and recruits for people. So now this is good for WVU recruiting? This is what I'm saying. Because the team that won the national championship shows you you don't have to be in a blue blood. I, and I, West Virginia's building. And we beat them last year. You don't think that you can make that? Like, if you were a coach and this season just happened, you don't think you could parlay that into, why go to Marshall? Why don't you come to West Virginia? I think Dan Stratford is going to do a good job. Former player, had had a good team this year, should have been in the tournament. Should have had a chance at the cup. I don't think he needed this to win players' minds and hearts, families' I'm, I'm, minds and I'm hearts. I'm just saying that you can't parlay I, I, this I'm into a positive you can, thing. A good recruiter can swing this, um, and he will swing it. Because why go to Marshall when you come to West Virginia? But one of the things is because – They won an national championship. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, like, West Virginia beat them, and, and our lockers are better. Oh, and our, and our, and our, are they? Are they? Do you have any idea? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah. I'm sure they are. But anyway. I, by the way, did you see who was it that said it? Oh, Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey. Off subject, but you just made me think about this. He said Texas A&M has the best facilities in all of college sports. What's, what's wrong He's with like, that? and now if I could go back in time, if I could go back in time and redo my recruitment, I, I, I would definitely not even consider that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And that's how I feel about Marshall. I could care less what they have down there. I would never consider hey, playing man, for them. Look, we brought this up because it's a big uh, topic of conversation in the Mountain State, the 304. We just want to talk about it, but we're going to go on to another topic in the Mountain State, and that's TBT. Uh, um, TBT, what's it stand for again? The best tournament. The uh, basketball tournament. The basketball tournament. Uh, West Virginia, best Virginia, hail best Virginia. Just talked about picking up another player, Jayshon Page, another guard for the squad. Brandon, what does that mean for the squad of TBT? Best Virginia. This, according to TBT, is the deepest Best Virginia team that's been put together. And according to Best Virginia, they're not done yet. They've got more players that they're adding. So I think this elevates us to a real contender, especially having games in Charleston where we should have a home court advantage. I know I said before I wasn't that interested. Uh, I, I said before I wasn't super interested in going to TBT for some reason. I'm way more interested now. Um, and I plan on taking the kids to Charleston to, I think it's July 17th through 21st for this tournament. So we mentioned it last week. We talked about our bigs, J Flo, John Flowers, 
KJ, Kevin Johnson, Sags, Jonathan Holton, Nate Adrian. That's a good lineup. You got some people who can rebound, people Kevin who can block. Johnson. Kevin Jones. I was me. like, I was thinking, I was, that don't sound Sorry, like- sorry. We ain't talking about the running back from the Lions, nor are we talking about the Suns uh, point guard from back in the day. Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones. <clears throat> anyway, our bigs are nice. They're athletic. They can move. Our guards are where we were really hurting. We had Tavon Myers. We had Tariq Phillips. We had Juwan Staten. But that's not enough guard power to do a press Virginia or um, even rotate next. There's only three guards. Getting Jason Page was huge. I think now if we want to run press Virginia in this tournament, we can. You put Holton on the inbounder. Um, Nate Adrian's also guard the inbounder. You have these guards who can fly around. Don't have to worry about getting too tired. It's a big deal that Jason Page, because, you know, we've been screaming it. If we knew it, they obviously knew it. They needed guards. They got a guard. Big time. Um, and I really feel like we're going to really, really, really compete this year. And I say we. We're not going to bring it up. We've talked about it in the past. I say we because, yes, West Virginia, and I represent it's 100% all day. we. It's an alumni team. They don't have anybody from outside, and they do that on purpose. Are you playing? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I say we because, you know, I'm going to support it and, and do what we can. Another thing I want to talk about real, real quick. We're going to get off here, but I want to talk about Miles McBride. Number 36 out of the top 100. I mean, anything to you? Yeah, it means he's gone. Okay. Deuce is done, in my opinion. If I had to, if I had to bet on this, Deuce is gone. Did you see, did you look up when's the last date to? It's July 7th or something like that. Okay. So within Wait, the, wait, you don't know? I don't know at all. I thought, oh, I thought, I, I thought you knew. I it's, thought it's, you was going to look it up. Remember, I called I, you earlier. I, it's, you July, said, it's July because I remember saying we had two months. Okay. So. Okay. So we'll see how it actually all pans out, how it shakes out. Um, but with all these new guards and, and um, big men that we got coming in, um, big time shot blockers from, you know, FIU and, and the guard from uh, uh, Old Dominion. The left-handed Malik, guy who's Malik Curry. Malik, Malik Curry, he averages what 14.8 points a game. It'll be so much bigger if Deuce comes back. But we'll see. We'll see if he comes back. If Deuce comes back, we're a contender for a national title, in my opinion. Without a question, without a doubt. Because I think I think we're better without Culver. Me too. I honestly kind of believe that too. Last thing I want to talk about is so on I got five on it. We talked about is the defensive line big enough? Once again, if you didn't hear, I got five on it. We talked about our starting line. Our starting defensive line is Taj Austin, who's 246 pounds. It's Dante Stills, who's 276 pounds. And it's Mesador, who's 279 pounds. Granted, backups, we have uh, Jordan Jefferson, who's 296. Sean Martin, 275. And Jalen Thornton, who's 274. We talked about, are you concerned? And we both agree that we're concerned that they're a little light in the pants. But there is a big-time defensive tackle that is on the market coming in at 291 pounds, but he's only six-foot, Brandon. His name is Deshaun Crawford. He's from Virginia, the Virginia Polytechnics. Um, have you seen him? Have you looked at anything about him? I didn't him? watch any of his highlights. I just read some, read some stuff about him. I like that he wears number 36. Uh, the six foot doesn't bother me because I remember what Lamont McDougal did. I was just about to say, so, he reminds me of Lamont McDougal. So, especially in the college game, short and leverage. Compact. Yeah, short and compact. Somebody, we need somebody to come in there to stuff that line, to stop the, the, the you know, the progress yeah. of the offensive line. He's, uh, he's six foot. He's 291 pounds. He had 27 tackles in 2019 with three and a half sacks. I think it was like six and a half tackles in the backfield. 
Um, and one, one big thing for us is he's in the transfer portal. Yeah. But initially out of high school, he verbaled to Troy. He verbaled to Neil Brown and George Leslie. And then, you know, they move on. And he eventually goes to Virginia Tech. But now we're back in the mix. So I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like that could be a big, big thing. Big thing. Getting a defensive tackle um, who could soak up the blocks because that's what we need on our defensive line. I think we have dogs, but we need some weight. Yeah, but you know how I feel about recruiting. And the transfer portal is recruiting just at a later date for me. I, I don't care about any of these people until yeah, they show up. Th- that's true, but this is people who could play this year. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like we're true. not worried about like, oh, he has to, you know, get over this hurdle and and maybe he'll qualify. Like, if he commits, he's playing this September. So that's the reason why it means uh, a little bit of difference for me. But anyways, that's all we got. Next week we're going to talk about some other recruits. I know you don't care about recruits. Let me just say this. I just want to whisper this. That Raymond Brown dude, that running back that we're after, the Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Virginia Tech, and everybody else is out after. I've seen him. I've watched him on YouTube. Dude is a dog. When I talk about the next Letty, I think he could be the next Letty, maybe even better. He's better than Letty. But that's what we got. We will check it out next week. Guess who's coming next? Jeffrey Pooler. He transferred away uh, from uh, he transferred away from the WVU program. So let us know and listen to his feelings and why he did so. RVK, get at us. Rat me boys. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by Jeremy J.N. Phoenix. Man, I'm in the building in the booth. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. You are now listening to the, what is this, an RVK Golden Blue interview. You know what it is. And uh, today we have with us the pride of Dunbar High School in Dayton, Ohio, Mr. Jeffrey Pooler. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Hey, so you have just recently hit the transfer portal. You just recently left West Virginia. You are now a Northwestern Wildcat. What's it feel? To, what's it feel like to be a Northwestern Wildcat? Uh, I'm, I'm excited. You know, uh, like you just said, uh, in Ohio. So you know, being back. I mean, being in the Big Ten, all the games are really around Ohio, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana. So like, all my games are like basically close to home now. It's exciting. Yeah, man. Hey, look, big, big things. My favorite thing about you is I look at your brothers at WVU, people that you've blood, you had your blood, sweat, and tears all around, people that, you know, you've worked hard with. They support you in what you do. You know what? If they yeah. support you, it makes me feel like we should support you too, and that's what we're doing. But I will yeah, say, sir. what what led you to hit that transform portal, man? Uh, it was, Like I said, it was, like I, when I dropped my – my announcement about him, it was nothing to do with West Virginia. I love West Virginia. I've been there five years. You know, <laughs> if it wasn't for next year, I would be done, and I would have finished my ball at West Virginia. You know, we got we got granted an extra year. You know, uh, I got some family things back home, and the coaches discussed that I'm getting situated. So that was one of the reasons that you know, like I said, I've been there five years. So it was just if I I, I want to finish off closer home, uh, like I, said, I, already, I already got. But you said there's nothing to do at West Virginia. What do you mean by that? No, he said it had nothing to do with West Virginia. Oh, excuse me, man. We we got the volume all low, okay? (laughs) 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Nothing yeah, to do with West Virginia. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought he said there's nothing to do in West Virginia. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? All right, all right, all right, all right, man. I get No, it. you know, I know yeah. Jeffrey Pooler. I know he gets rowdy in Morgantown. He know about that. I know you know about that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nah, it ain't got nothing to do with West Virginia. Like I said, I've been there, been there five years. And I early enrolled as well, you know. Uh, it's nothing to do with them at all. You know, I think the coaches, from the, from the first coaching staff to the second coaching staff, it was just, I think it was kind of almost just that time where I said if I wasn't great in that extra year, I would have been, I would have been a graduate and finished my career off at, at WVU. I wouldn't even have this opportunity, honestly. So with talking about the first coaching staff, Tony Gibson and Bruce Tall were the ones who recruited you, correct? Yes, sir. Well, and, and Coach Holgerson. was kind of Coach Holgerson and uh, Coach Tall. Of course, Coach Holgerson. With all of that, uh, with all of that said, what was it that they said or did that made you want to become a Mountaineer? Uh, you know, I heard some things they you said they said, you know, uh, they presented the facts to me that when I came in, there was going to be, we had three senior starters. We had, uh, Christian Brown, Darian Howard, and Noble. Uh, they were senior starters. So he said, you know, you come, come in, depending on how you can, you might play as a true freshman, if not your redshirt, but after your redshirt year, just all three seniors be gone. So it's three open spots, you know. So they presented an opportunity to play early. Uh, Coach Hogerson got me and my family down on campus a few times because originally I didn't even know I had the West Virginia offer or any of that. So like it wasn't like I had like a top five at that time and they weren't in it. And Coach Hogerson hit me up like, "What's up with that?" And I'm like, "I didn't know I had the offer from y'all." And he broke everything down to me. Then he got my family on campus a few times, and like my mom and my dad, like they fell in love with the environment, the fan base, the coaches. So it made the decision easy. Like, it was an opportunity to play early. My family was comfortable, so it just made it easy. So you liked the campus, you had the opportunity to play, you were comfortable with the staff, and your family felt good as well. But then comes in a new coaching staff with Neil Brown, Vic Coning. And with Vic Coning, there was some controversy. Kerry Martin Jr. made some accusations. Were you privy to any of that that happened? Uh, no, nah, like I told everyone I was, uh, that asked about that, I, I wasn't aware. You know, I'm not saying no one's lying or telling tales. Kerry's my guy, I believe him. Coach Vic's my guy as well. I, he never came at me. No type of way. So, you know, I respect him as well. How big of a loss was, was losing Coach Vic? Uh, I mean, I, I could say it was, it was, I wouldn't say it wasn't a big loss, but at the same time, uh, you know, that they, staff's been together a while. And Coach Leslie, Coach Leslie is a smart, he's a great coach as well. So, like, him stepping into that role, especially being in my defensive line room, you know, it made things kind of easier and everything. So, yeah. And then we had production-wise, you know, we played what the best defense of the Big 12 last year. Yeah, and statistically, arguably the best defense in the nation. So, respect to that. Yeah. Uh, one question I have, the last question I have for you at, on this subject, Jamal Day leaving the, leaving the staff. We've seen a lot of departures in the secondary since he left. Do you think there's any connection between those things? Uh, I, I mean, I, possibly because another thing is those those DBs are kind of like his guys. They were they weren't here like for a player like me, for instance. I was here with the Hogers and staff. Those players wasn't here really with the uh, coach Hogers, even if they were recruited by coach Hogers and they wasn't here actually coached by them. So it possibly could. I don't know personally. No, that's a good answer. You don't know, but it could be so. But but either way, you were on the squad for all these years. 
Jeffrey Poole are doing big things. We're in the number nine. We know the nine is a heralded number for WVU, man. Who pushed you to work harder on the squad, man? Uh, I would say uh, that kind of started. It kind of started early in my career, where, like I said, when I came in early with the older guys, like the Christian Brown, Nobles, uh, Adam Schuler, like. Those type guy, uh, Ezekiel Rose, Reese Donahue, they worked hard as hell. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sorry for my layers. They worked hard as hell. Like me coming in, I worked. I wasn't as good in shape as those guys. So like, you know, I'm working with them. Boom. Once I finally get get into that shape and that, that type of grind mode, it just pushed me to keep working. That's how. I, like after a while, like I said those guys left after my first year. So we really didn't have too much better experience in the room no more. So like, I mean, we had like transfers come in, but. They wasn't here, so I was still like more of an older guy. And that's what type of mentality I want to keep in our D line room. I have hard words, you know, things like that. I love it, bro. Since you've been there, man, you've been in Morgantown. You've seen people running the hill. You've seen people work it out. I know you're not there this year, and we're going to talk about Northwestern just a tiny bit here in a second. But yeah. on the Mountaineer defense this year, from what you've seen, who do you feel like is going to be the breakout star that people aren't or don't realize is going to be a monster? That's what I was saying. I was like, I mean, it's not really a breakout, but Dante is about to go crazy this year. You know, watching this spring, like, I mean, he's always been good, great, but like this spring, like, I just seen him even develop even more. Like, he's going to be crazy this year. That's going to be scary to watch. All right. But then so, you got. All right. Go, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. I was about to say, then you got, you got the guys like, uh, Akeem. Akeem moved inside, but he, I like how he plays inside as well. You know, strong kid. Then you got, we got a, a young, young guy. Uh, Edward, uh, I can't pronounce his last name. I don't want to mess it up. But Eddie V, that's what we talk. Eddie V. And Eddie V is going to be a show. He's going to be a show at the line. Eddie V. We'll be watching out for Eddie V. I noticed you skipped Noble Watch School, uh, his last name too. So it must be a, th- a theme for you. Just skip them last names. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to put that disrespect out there. What about Scotty Young? I'm hearing some things about Scotty Young. Is he going to be a ball player? Oh, Scotty's definitely a ball player. I mean, you know, I kept it up front of the trenches. The group I usually practice with the most and see more of. But not nah, Scotty's a baller. Scotty, he's physical, downhill, he covered, uh, he likes competing. He loves it. Like you know, he's not a guy that just wanna show up on scrimmage days or that. He loves competing in every aspect. Nah, I respect Scotty. Alright, so let's be for real. Who do you feel more on the practice field? Jared Deggy or Garrett Green? Uh I personally haven't been in with Garrett. So I can't comment on that, but like I like Gary, I like Garrett's style of play. You know, uh, like I said again, watching this spring, uh, they letting me live on scrimmage, and he was able to actually like, you know, like you got to actually other than tap him, sack him, or bring him down, and he got loose out there. So I like his style of play. But Diggy's a smart guy. He makes smart plays. You know, try to make the best decisions. I like both of those guys. Yeah, man. That's the thing. That's a big thing. All Mountaineers want to know about Garrett Green or uh, or um, uh, Jared Deggy. But yeah, here, here's the last question. To. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Garrett's hard to get to. They're, they're two different style of quarterbacks, both of them good players. Garrett's hard to get to. Uh, like I said, yeah. I, I personally haven't had many reps against him in practice. Uh, but when I did, he is hard to get to. He would get moving. He's a fast kid. What about our, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm switching up. What do you think about our offensive line? I mean, your defensive line. We got, we got the dude, Doug Nestor. In for Virginia Tech. Last year, running the ball was so-so. Offensive protection was so-so. 
Um, it was much better though. It was much improved. Much improved. Before. But what do you do? You think that we'll we're, we're progressing this year? You think we're going to be uh, a solid on the offensive line? Oh yeah, for sure. Like uh, the uh, you got uh, Jack Fraser and Gamitter. Those guys are strong inside guys for sure. Uh, Jordan White, the freshman stuff. He had a nice spring. And then uh, you said Doug Nestor came in. You know he he played. Uh, he got experience on his better already but just learning the system and playing and competing i like doug a lot too and the one i really want to speak on is brandon yates brandon yates is a good player you know like he's going to be one to watch the season as well he, he's, he's athletic quick and he plays with good technique a lot of times too hey, hey who's going to have a better year for west virginia sam james or winston wright That's hard to my little brother. I don't want to pick size, but uh, yeah, I can't comment on that. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, man, the chicken out on him. Oh, out. I thought he was a go. <laughs> I can't comment on that one. It's all right. All right. Well, we made it through to uh, what? Well, let's ask who who did you like playing for better, Neil Brown or Dana Holgerson? Uh, well, I mean, those two offensive guys, you know, so that's the offense they got to comment on that. Now, where the coaching staff, defensive scheme-wise, uh, Coach Brown's defensive, uh, defensive staff scheme. All right, that's what's up. All right, well, it's time for our rapid-fire portion of the show. If you've listened to the show before, you know what's coming, but you don't know all the questions because we switch them up as we go. So here we go. What is the best fast food French fry? Best fast food French fry? Ooh, uh, I'm going with Chick-fil-A. Would you would you rather be a giant? Uh, excuse me, a tiny elephant or a giant hamster? A giant hamster. Well, of course, a giant elephant. You got to pick a tiny elephant or a giant hamster. That's what he said. No, I said I said giant hamster. My bad. Oh, my bad, my bad. I thought I was like, yeah, of course, everybody want to be a giant. First time, rapid fire has been broke up and messed up. Good job. Go ahead. <laughs> Nacho cheese or Cool Ranch Doritos? Cool Ranch. Who's the best Avenger? Ah, that's tough. That's tough. Can I? Can I get a, uh, Can I get two? Can I get two? No, you got to pick one. Pick one. Uh, one person to protect your family. Iron Man. Iron Man has always been my guy, but it's kind of hard to say he's the best Avenger. That's always been my guy. Though. So we're going to take Iron Man. Who would get smashed by Thor, but go ahead. <laughs> Is Batman a superhero? No. Does ketchup go on a hot dog? Yes. Lion King or Toy Story? Lion King. Best Pop-Tart? Uh, the uh, brown sugar. Pepsi. Brown sugar, baby. Pepsi yes, or Coke? What is the best West Virginia uniform? Ooh, uh, to me it is the white, white, gray, or the gold, white, blue. I love the gold, white, blue. Gold, white, blue. That's a good combo. All right. So, who in the in the NFL right now? Who, in your opinion, is the goat defensive lineman? I'm gonna stick with AD. Oh, going with AD. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, how can you go against him, to be honest? Yeah, that man's different. That man there, is different you know right what now. the only problem with AD is? What? what? He went to Pitt, man. 
yeah. You know, feel me? But that that's aspect it. of it. Yeah, he's in the NFL now, though. Maybe we won't speak on NFL part of it. That's right. We got the last question. Jeremy, t- hit him with it. Yeah, 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 man. True honesty right here. This is Mountaineer Code. We need true honesty from you. Don't fake. Don't front. Everybody comes real with it, baby. And I know Jay Poole from Northwestern, from West Virginia, is going to keep it real. Real deal. Real question. Give it to me. 100. Do you pee in swimming pools? No. Liar. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. Listen, listen. I, have I am Zorro. As a kid, as a kid, but like after like teenage years, like middle school teenagers, no, because then you think about it, you think more of it. Like, hold on, we all go underwater, and that water get in our mouth though. Like, it's so much pissing in the water. Like, I don't care about chlorine or none of that. No, nah, I don't. I do not. A, all right. By all the right, way, keep it hygienic. No, keep it hygienic. By the way, your boy Mike Brown, we had him on last week. Mike Brown of the Saints. Now he said. Of course I do. Uh, 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 what do you say? Affirmative? Affirmative. <laughs> Affirmative. He said, he said, that's when I took the blue dye out the pool because the whole pool, pool be dark blue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, Mike so- McClain, I believe it though. He loved the water too. <laughs> well, there you have it. We want to thank Jeffrey Pooler for joining us. We wish you nothing but the best going forward, especially at Northwestern in your academic career and your career on the football field and hopefully in the future beyond. Wishing you the best. Thank you for joining us. RVK, we're out. Sports Social Podcast Network.